to Midlife Moxie. We are a community and podcast all about midlife women making this one of the best seasons of their lives. Well, I'm one of your hosts, Gail. And I'm Christina. We're going to be sharing our stories, struggles, and joys while bringing you experts on topics that you care about. And we're going to do it while having a whole lot of fun. So buckle up, girls. Let's get our Moxie on. Welcome to another episode of Midlife Moxie. I'm your co-host, Gail. And I'm Christina. And Christina, I'm so excited about several things today. First off, we have some deals for our listeners. Ooh, let's tell them all about it. Well, I'm so we excited. we have a new affiliate deal with walkingcradles.com. Now, if you've not heard of these shoes, you are missing out. They are designed by a woman for comfort and style. And you know, usually we get one or the other, right? It's either comfort or style. Can you relate? Yes, absolutely. Because you want to look cute and hip, but you also want the comfort that doesn't kill your feet, your baby toe, or even your big toe. All the things, right? Well, Walking Cradles is also size inclusive, carrying sizes from 7 to 13 in all widths. And that's something we don't see in a lot of stores. Some don't even carry half sizes anymore, but they certainly don't carry all those sizes or the widths. So I know our listeners are going to be very interested to go check out all the booties, the flats, the heels, the sneakers, everything at walkingcradles.com. And when you go shop there, walkingcradles.com slash backslash moxie, M-O-X-I-E, you'll get, wait for it, 20% off. (gasps) Wow. 20% off shoes always gets my attention. So that's www.walkingcradles.com backslash moxie. And we have a deal for sweaty boobs, Christina. (laughs) Sweaty boobs? Sweaty boobs. I know you just came from the gym. And I don't Mm -hmm. know about you guys, but in midlife, I sweat in different places and have different smells. Well, we have partnered with www.loveboobaliciousproducts.com, and that's love, L-U-V, loveboobaliciousproducts.com, to get you a discount on their all-natural vegan skin hygiene products. Woot, woot. Can you get excited about that, Christina? Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, nobody likes a stinky vajayjay or stinky boobies. I'm just saying. We do not like to stink in midlife, you know. We're keeping it all on track. So if you go to loveboobaliciousproducts.com and use the code word MOXIE, you'll get a discount there too and support some great causes. So today we're talking about nutrition in midlife. Christina, I know you are so excited to talk about this. I am. I'm very excited to talk to our guest today because, you know, girl, I am all about healthy living, um, living life long and living life good and fun. So this is right up my alley. I'm about it in theory. It just hasn't gotten to practice very much. <laughs> in theory. Because I have a feeling we're not going to be talking about Krispy Kreme today, are we? <laughs> Not a sponsored, not a sponsored plug. Well, today we have a guest with us who is all about health, nutrition, and fitness. 
Leslie has a Bachelor of Science degree in business and was active on the tennis team in college. Then she became a mom. You know, and after we become a mom, sometimes we take a step back, and that's exactly what she did. She stayed home several years raising her three sons, and she played a lot of competitive sports during that time. She was eating and living a clean lifestyle. She decided to go back to school in order to more fully understand how nutrition and physiology are entwined. She received her board certification as a functional nutrition and lifestyle practitioner, and she's the chief executive officer of East West Functional Training. Now, Leslie Dowling is an expert about midlife nutrition midlife fitness, but y'all, she is living out what she preaches. She is an avid equestrian competing in equestrian events in her 50s. Now, if y'all have ever ridden a horse, it's a bouncy adventure. I'm just going to say the least. I mean, plus just getting up there. I usually have to have a little assistance, but Leslie is out there competing in her 50s. Y'all, I love that we are doing the things. So, Let's welcome Leslie Dowling to our show, Christina. Hello, hello, Leslie. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm laughing because with three sons and a husband and male dogs, there's a lot of testosterone in my family. So I love embracing and empowering women and just connecting with both of you and sharing today. I love that. Same thing here. I've got two boys and the dog is also a boy. I just set myself up, don't I? Well, Leslie, first off, what is functional nutrition? What does that even mean? Functional nutrition is all about getting back to basics, eating what Mother Earth provides, whole foods, what's in season, and really encompassing and embracing relationships and dynamics in the family. And what you're going through, especially us women, in, um, in our midlife. Uh, years ago, they used to call this holistic ways of integrating right. health and wellness. Now people jump on board with the functional realm, but it's the same, same thing. So, so Leslie, are you saying that it, it what I hear you saying, and I, I don't know if this is correct, but when you say that, it resonates with me in a way of eat with the seasons. You know, if something is in season, you eat it. If it is not in season, you don't eat it. Is that kind of what you're saying? I'm, I'm trying to follow along here. Awesome. Uh, Okay. Sure. Uh, You know, you could go to any store and you could find packages of fruits and vegetables, strawberries throughout the whole year. But you do find that when you do say, eat out of season, some of the fruits and vegetables don't have that delicious taste. Um, You know, that juicy taste of of really exciting your taste buds. Mm -hmm. So when I say eat in season, I also mean trying to slowly integrate things that are organic or that is um, really from what we say farm to table. Uh, If you have farmer's markets uh, in your area, Um, Start getting to know the farmers, the people behind the stands, having a report, asking questions and saying, you know, uh, does the the fruits and vegetables, is this from soil 
um, that's organic because our soil is so deplete now in nutrients. And what happens is it's a domino effect. So if we don't have the nutrients in the soil, we're not getting it in the fruits and vegetables. And the fruits and vegetables don't have that delicious taste. Like, for example, if you have, um, you know, uh, fruits and vegetables that you're growing at home. And it is, it's so different the way that it tastes. Yeah. So that's what I try to slowly educate people on. Well, so and it, it can... sounds like we're also talking about less processing. Is that where I hear you going here, Leslie? Yes, absolutely. You know, you try to stay away from GMOs, things that are genetically modified. So, um, for example, I am not a vegan. I eat everything that Mother Earth provides. I love my chicken, my steaks, but I try to get steaks that are grass-fed, meaning that they're not injected with these antibiotics to beef the, the, the meat up. Because when you're eating that, what's happening? It's ingesting into your system. And that's why the estrogen goes higher. Our hormones are all offset. And we try to get back to the basics of trying to eat, as I say, cleaner. And people will say, well, but I, it's not in my game plan. I, I don't have the funds to eat organic. It's so expensive. But if you just start integrating slowly, just switching out things like maybe curb the fast food um, you know, lanes when you're out and about, um, maybe start having time with your family eating together, mindful eating, um, preparing food. Years ago with family, that's what they did. And when you're in control of what you're bringing into your home, that sets the tone with your family and the younger generation to really appreciate and have a beautiful relationship with food. So what do you think about frozen foods, like frozen vegetables, things of that nature to at least start somewhere, right? Because it is a challenge for a lot of people to say, okay, I'm just going to go full organic and I'm going to make this change, right? Zero to a hundred. I feel there's, you know, those people are outside the bell curve is what I like to say, you Absolutely. know, and, and the majority of us live inside the bell curve. Way in the and bell so curve. <laughs> and yes. so so starting with frozen would that be a good start as well you know for people you know start getting to know the places where you go for your shopping and start reading the labels be your own advocate because this process of me where i am now presenting myself today discussing holistic functional nutrition, organic, took me over 25 years. I was very overwhelmed initially, and I really decided that I had to start slow, start slow. I meet people in my personal practice where they are. I don't want to overwhelm them. Just start reading the labels before you throw it in the cart. There's wonderful frozen foods, but check and see how much chemicals are in there and preservatives you can get organic frozen fruits and vegetables. Um, and there are a lot of brands out there that are truly organic. And don't be um, misled. Some of these cereal bars, they say, good for you, natural. Flip it over and read the labels. You can't get yourself crazy over this. I mean, at the end of the day, 
uh, over a weekend, I'll have my shot of tequila with my muddled limes. And, you know, so I still love to live, but just be your own advocate. It sounds like you're saying, you know, just implement where you can start somewhere, start small, and then let it grow from there and start changing a few things, just a few things, which would make a huge difference. Um, There was a a TED talk one time and he was talking about the spoke of of a bicycle. And he said, if you just change one spoke, it will drastically change everything else. And I thought that is brilliant. So if you just change one spoke, it could drastically change some other habits that are happening in your household. Is that what I hear you saying? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, 25 years ago when I started this journey, they didn't have all these wonderful choices, alternatives. They didn't have the sunflower butter, almond butter, Mm. because a lot of us are very sensitive and um, we are we have inflammation and we don't know why. And so the cleaner or the more we could get back to just trying to eat whole foods and really try to wean slowly the processed foods, there's that brain-gut connection. You have that sense of clarity. Your your circadian rhythm is reset. You could sleep better. Your um, The hot flashes that you have, that's all from the sugars that we're eating. It's from not getting the proper sleep at night. Um, and our body's a beautiful vessel. So we start integrating things that we know are healthier and healthier choices. It's like a domino effect and it affects our children at every stage of life to create that foundation. So I'm a real advocate of really meeting people where they are in their lifestyle and slowly integrating these things because it can be overwhelming. And that's the beauty of a lifestyle practitioner is bringing other modalities into your your whole way of eating and approaching it because stressors can trigger the sugar cravings. I know when I'm stressed out, I drink more coffee. I want the sugar, but I switch it out for the raw cacao nibs or the organic coffee and putting in raw honey instead of refined sugar because refined sugar depletes us from minerals. It ages us. It creates wrinkles. So it's really a domino effect. Kind of saying, you know, that when we delete some of these chemicals and toxins from our body, when we eat and get those proper nutrients, that we can abate or at least lessen some of the symptoms that a lot of midlife women experience with the onset of perimenopause. That's fascinating. Absolutely. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, it truly is. And when you eat cleaner and your body is used to and thriving off of all of this good food, I know right away when I go out to dinner or I have something and they're like, oh, no, nothing's processed. I'll have brain fog. I'll I'll get headaches. The next day I'll feel sluggish. So I really try to eat at home, but I love to go out. I'm Mm -hmm. a social butterfly. I mean, I was in public relations for so many years. I need to get out. But I also know when you eat clean and healthy, you could feel and sense it in your body and pick up on that right away. You know, one of the things that I noticed too, Leslie, because I was on a journey prior to meeting my husband, I took out gluten, dairy, and sugar 
And I dropped weight probably after six months of doing this. People were like, what are you doing? I'm like, I just took things out of my diet because I found that I was well, I have a thyroid issue. So it really affected my thyroid. And I really had uh, no clarity in my brain. Like it was just like I was trying to put sentences together and I couldn't put them together. I couldn't um, stay awake. I would have to have a mid-morning or mid-afternoon nap. um, And I would bloat where it was like you could visually see the bloating and the swelling if I ate something that was, you know, had gluten, sugar, that kind of stuff in it, I would immediately like swell. So it's interesting to see how many people nowadays have some sort of reaction and when they remove it from their diet and then maybe reintroduce it, they see that it's not worth it to them. Um, I know for myself, you, you were talking about sugar. I love I love sweets. So we have a we have a bakery out here called Pushkins and they use beet sugar. So so it's I don't know if that's good or bad, but you were talking, Yeah, you were talking about sugar. So can we can we talk about that a little bit? Can you just tell us like what yeah, would be the sugary, ideal sugary sugar? sugar or? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So refined sugar, the the way that they process it to get it to where it is in that state, it is it it's depleted of all the minerals and nutrients. So what we try to do is switch that out. There's coconut palm sugar. You said the beet sugar. Um, There's, um, you know, all different varieties of sugar. I mean, I just went to this um, organic bakery and bought things for my mother. And I sat there and I had half a chocolate croissant. It's raw cacao nibs. Half? um, Half? I'm, I'm going to have the other half after this um, oh, I show. was thinking you trashed it. And I'm like, okay, she's <laughs> get her off the show. No, get her off the talking. show. <laughs> and you know what? At this point of our lives, why the heck should we start, um, you know, not enjoying life? And, and that's what is so cool about all of the great um, healthier products that you can almond flour, you could cook for, you know, there's rice flour. Um, but Yes, I, I sometimes I still get overwhelmed and I go down some of these aisles. I'm like, oh my gosh, they have they have all these different types of flour that it's not the white refined, you know. Bleached. So yeah, the bleached versus unbleached. Bleach is processed. Stick with the unbleached. But you could Google everything now and really become very well versed in this area. So it's really a fascinating look if you really start getting into food and looking how food is not all equal anymore um, because I know it was years ago that I read about corn and you know I'm like oh well our our forefathers lived off corn what are you people talking about I'm part Cherokee Indian we we got the corn baby but you know (laughs) as I was reading you know I learned that what was called maize then is definitely not nutritionally equivalent to the corn that we see today So can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that's something that a lot of people really don't realize, you know, that the carrot of yesterday is not the carrot of today, or it may not be, could be, may not be. Can you address that a little bit of how food has changed and what that, what that means? Absolutely. 
you know, growing up as a little girl in the 70s, it was the coolest thing that everything was mass produced. I had those Libby Land dinners when my parents would go out to dinner. Oh, that was fancy. When you got to have a TV <laughs> dinner. Oh, my God. I mean, did, and you had the little brownie in there. Yes. yes. And, and so th those were the things, I, oh, I thought that was the coolest thing. But, you know, getting tray. back to right. I mean, but everything was radiated with pesticides and chemicals that today are banned, but long-term it has really killed our soil and the crops. So things that are mass produced are really stripping all of our nutrients and the chemicals that are in the soil is being absorbed into the plant and the meats and the, the animals that are grazing on the soil. Um, so when you step back and you look at the big picture of what really is going on, it's beautiful to hear and see so many of the, the younger generation and our generation are getting back to um, feeding nutrients back in, composting the soil, uh, going organic. It takes several years for farmers to go organic because they test the soil to see what the nutrients are. But if we could slowly integrate the way we ate 100 years ago, where we, we go right to the farm stands, very simple lifestyle. Um, there are a lot of people that are getting back to the simple way of eating. Not mm -hmm. saying that your social life has to be simple, but but it is so, I mean, it's just a no-brainer. I when, I when I work with my clients, they have an intake form. And some of the forms that they do fill out are, it's called a food mood poop journal. So if you're not getting enough water, <laughs> this food, food, poop, for those who might have okay. missed that. I, I think yeah. Gail and I both need this food, mood, poop journal. I, it for would food. be more my mood. I think you, it would be more of your poop. Let's just be clear. <laughs> so true. So true. Right. And how do you feel after you eat, like, like if I have something that has even just the good sugars, or I think they're good sugars. If I go out to dinner, cause I love my creme brulee and I, I just tell my husband, he take, he, you get your own. I want my own. Yeah. Don't get um, in my creme brulee. Don't get in my creme brulee. And then you start to feel like kind of like brain fog, like you want to take a nap or, Absolutely. you know, so, so those are the things that we just say, oh my gosh, you know, like you get that brain fog fatigue. Do um, we just not slow down long enough to make the connection these days? Is that, is that why we don't just organically realize the problem and have to be told by experts like you? Yeah. And, you know, I love that you say expert, but, you know, even in my 50s, I'm still learning and I'm thriving and I'm taking classes on regenerative soil. And we have the Rodale Institute near us. I'll be doing um, some, uh, I'm going to take time to take more classes because there's so much that we really don't know. But yeah. if we could just take a step back look at the big picture, ask questions, be inquisitive. What is organic? Why is it that we have to eat this way? And how is it affecting our bodies long-term? Because when I'm 88, I want to be walking and I don't want to be going up and down a chairlift like my mother is now who's compromised and I'm going through the journey with her yeah. as a midlife woman and having an elderly mother. And I look at her and I say, I'm not going to be this way. I'm going to fight this and I'm going to keep exercising. And if I'm walking just 10 minutes at 88, I'm going to be grateful. 
Well, you, you know, do, Leslie, have a board certification as a functional yeah. nutrition and lifestyle well, practitioner. So compared to well, Christina and myself. <laughs> but Leslie, I have, to, I, have, I have to say this to you because my dad, um, after he caught COVID last year, um, it took him out and he was a, di- he was a diabetic. Um, he's no longer in those levels of being diabetic because he's lost so much weight. And so, uh, and so he doesn't walk, he's bedridden. He doesn't walk. He's uh, his muscles have atrophied and, you know, all of this stuff that is happening because of COVID, but also because he didn't take care of himself when he was younger, you know, and I'm like, I don't want to be that way. I just don't, I don't want to end up like that. And so I, I hear you when you say you look at your mom and you, you, you're grateful for her, right? Yes. But you, you don't want to have that sort of lifestyle. So I appreciate you telling our, our audience about that because the sandwich generation is a real thing. And if we can learn from the generation before us on what to do, how to do it, um, and, or maybe, not not what they do, right? And do something different so we have a different outcome. I just love where you're going with your brand. I think it's really awesome to be able to just put one foot in front of the other and just say, you know, just take one step towards your gut health, your brain health, your just just being functional person. Just one step. And one I love step that every it's day. for function. It's we're not bodybuilding here. We're not trying to get yeah. our beach body on. We're trying to function better. Yeah. And I didn't really understand that key word until, you know, looking at Leslie being a guest. Leslie, something I heard you say a few minutes ago is got me thinking, too, about the compound effect that we start with bad soil. Then we use a modified seed that usually has an herbicide or, a, you know, a right. pesticide on it. We grow that, so that's not a really healthy plant that we've grown there. Then we feed that to the animal, and then we give the animal some antibiotics. So by the time we get processed meat, it, there's a long chain of compounded effects. Is am I am I getting that right? That that compound impact matters. You know. Um... And that's what I'm getting goosebumps. When people make that connection, you stop, you think, and you make better choices because it is prevalent and it is really affecting every generation and it is affecting the children, you know, and I see that. I'm not a grandmother yet. I hope not yet. My kids are 22, 19, and 14. (laughs) You'll find out. (laughs) I'll find out. But the beauty is I never push this on my children. They would want a candy bar. They'd get their Hershey. We, we have Hershey, Pennsylvania. The park is 40 minutes from us. We would embrace that. But as they evolved and grew, I always try to instill having a bowl of fruit on the, the table. And, and now my 22-year-old is really like, you know, mom, I'm in a fraternity. I love it. But I don't like feeling like C-R-A-P, you know, I don't you want to feel here, Leslie. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead, girl. Let her rip. Crap, you know. So anyway, um, and, and he just started making and connecting the dots that the years that I really try to embrace the food and, and create a healthy environment, he's getting it now. And he says, you know, all my buddies are like, Max, how are you feeling so good? And why do you why are you fit? And where are you getting this energy? And he's like, because we should at this age, but you know. 
he still likes to go out with his buddies and have fun, but he's realizing he has to find some balance. And, and that's what's so important in every age group. Wow. So, so tell us what's your target client right now? You know, we're, we're in the stage of midlife. Our, our audience is pretty much midlife. And, you know, do you find that women are coming to you in this stage of their life or, yeah, I mean, even men, men kind of go through their midlife crisis thing. Um, but have you just found that that's where people are like, Hey, I'm in the sandwich generation where I am empty nesting and I'm taking care of, you know, my elderly parents and I don't like what I'm seeing and yeah. I got to, I got to make some changes. So what's your target audience right now? What, what does that look like? And, you know, is it midlife? Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I'm still evolving and growing and trying to launch my thriving private practice locally now virtually because of COVID. Um, and, and advertising locally. So people associate the face with the age um, and people can resonate, you know, and, and I would be the same way. I don't know if I'd go to a nutritionist who's in his late 20s, even though he's probably very good or a woman. I, I wanted someone who I could connect with, someone that's going through the same stages of life that, you know, has been there, done it. Going Let me give our listeners a glimpse too. There's no fat on Chick's body here. I'm looking at her on the screen. There's no saggy jowls. Her skin looks amazing. Her hair is long and lush. And, you know, I can see health on you. And I think that's what Christina, you know, brought up the midlife women, because that's what we're here for. I think what we're interested in most is health. Now, Christina still wants to look like J-Lo. I've given that up. Um, I I do feel a desire to get healthier so I can live longer. And I've battled weight since probably around the time, probably my late 20s. Battled weight. My mom battled weight. My grandmother battled weight. And, you know, in this season, I'm not trying to be the hottest mama on the block because I'm, I'm confident that I'm cute, even if I'm fat, but (laughs) I do want to be healthy. I want to live longer. I don't want to be having toes amputated from diabetes. I do not want to worry about blood pressure. I do not. And you know, the facts are clear in the literature now that these are, yes, there's a genetic component, but a lot of it is diet and fitness. And that's, in some ways that's scary to some of us, but because uh, you think, well, you brought this on yourself, but in other ways, it's good information to know we can take some control of that. And, you know, we love control. Um, so I think yeah. that's an encouraging message, right? Absolutely. I mean, look at all of us. We're very powerful, empowering um, leaders in, in what we do. We're passionate about what we do. You guys are rocking it here and I'm so proud of you. And it's just this camaraderie of if, if we feel that way about our careers, why not put ourselves first? Mm-hmm. And that's where I get into that mindset shift that, you know, it, it didn't take you overnight to get to where you are right now. And we're all speaking now today. No, I've worked at it for quite some time. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Right. But you know, Leslie, a right. lot of us roll into midlife and we're tired. We were tired. We were Mm -hmm. on top budgets, raising those little children. 
We didn't have yeah. time to, we just, we were good to pull on two wheels into the Publix or my friends love Aldi, kill me now. But, um, you know, we were doing good to get groceries, period. I mean, that's what I hear from a lot yeah. of, you know, people when their children are little, but, and I'm certainly not saying we shouldn't feed our families healthily, but especially in midlife, a lot of us do have a little more time. So even if we've never done it before, I, there's, there's use that That's time right. now. And a lot of us have a little more income to go over to the whole paycheck store. You get the reference probably my friend. That's what she calls whole foods is whole paycheck. Please don't say any whole foods, but I mean, let's be honest. Sometimes the organics, the good stuff is a little more expensive and I love whole foods and I love my sprouts and stores like that. But sometimes it is going to be a little cheaper than, you know, your neighborhood discount store. So midlife seems like a wonderful time to embrace this. And then we can work on, you know, maybe being parts of our society that work on getting quality food availability, a thing, especially in our inner cities, um, to younger generations, you know, when our grandkids come over. Um, So I just want the message to be there, even if you've never done anything, you can start now, use this time, use the money, use the resources, the wisdom, and the ability to focus on yourself a little bit to make these changes. Now, with that, I want to ask you, if someone's starting, they're like me. When they roll up to Starbucks, it's a caramel ribbon crunch. Oh, my I, gosh. We need Nail. a sponsored link for that. I know, 9 million Stop calories. It. But Stop I get it. tired in the afternoon and tell myself I need it, which I'm tired probably because of what I ate for lunch, let's be clear. But let's say we've been living that way because I'm not the only one in the drive-thru, ladies. So let's be clear. There's a bunch of women getting their mocha, something, something, something over there. So if that's been the case, where, when you look at this whole picture, you know, like you said, overwhelming to start it all. What is the, what would you think is an important first step? And, And where I'm going with this is when you're trying to make selections, you know, where would you start? The meats, the vegetables, the um, preparation of the food, the fit, the exercise and fitness part. What would be a, the logical and best first step for someone who's just walking in, overweight, donutted up, ready to roll? You know what? Start where you're comfortable. There were a lot of categories and, and options that you just presented right now. Start with something that you could say, you know what, I think I can this week, I can achieve that. If that's maybe, you know, going through Starbucks like I will be doing after this. um, And I get, you know, you can still have, what is that called? I'm going to try that, but I'm going to ask for half the pumps. And I'm also going to ask You're not going to try it, Leslie. It has crunches (laughs) of toffee bits in it. In addition to the whipped cream and the pure, not the caramel pump. The, the good stuff, the liquefied sugar caramel. Oh, I mean, no. it is a creme brulee, caramelized creme brulee in a cup. You, Leslie, oh, it's, don't start yourself on that addiction. Let me just help you. I'm going to be your advisor here. Do not go down the road. Oh, Lord. Let's now, switch roles yeah, now. I do like not that. go down the road at the caramel ribbon crunch. So you're no, saying start with, would you advise someone 
to start with small steps across the board or start with one category like I'm going to work on sourcing my meat or I'm going yeah. to enroll in I know sometimes you have these co-ops where you can get the vegetables whatever's fresh right. um, and I know this yes. is not available to a lot of people so yeah yeah what's most important little steps across the board or do you find people better to go all in on like my meat or all in on my vegetables well, you know, it's interesting you said that because we are so bio-individual and everybody, as I have a rapport and relationship with my clients, I really kind of gauge what they're feeling. If they're on this, you know, um, they started this journey a while, but they have these hiccups and there are things that they're not really sure how to navigate through. So it sounds like to me, you want to really do more like um, research or just maybe um, eating healthier when it comes to maybe grass-fed meats, you know, start there and then start being mindful when, if you go through like a Starbucks, just slowly, because once your taste buds are changing and you, you don't have that sugary, just start slowly, like asking for half of the pumps or, and then get used to that because you can't just switch it overnight, you know, and then people get, they put their hands up and they're done. I mean, I'm laughing, I've done that Leslie. Too. I know you see me thinking, what is she laughing about? I'm laughing because my family is known for rolling up and asking for extra pumps. So we've got to get back to the media. Right. <laughs> and just, to go. just to half, just half of the pump. Oh my God. Oh, so hard. I mean, or almond milk, you know, and, I, and that's the other thing. People have food sensitivities. I have an underactive thyroid. Me too. So I have to be careful. And, also, um, you know, when you start slowly integrating healthier foods, you're going to find that, say, a month down the road, when you try something, your your taste buds will sure. change. You say, "Ooh, that has a lot of sugar." Ooh. and I'm and I'm actually trying to do that with my mom. I don't tell her, but I'm slowly switching out healthier things. And she's actually after a week, she's like, "You know, this this isn't bad, Leslie." About two weeks ago. I was like, I didn't like this food, but actually she's really enjoying it. And that, and I season it and I do all that good stuff, but I switch it out with healthier See, options. See, that's where I get hung up. How about you, Christina? I get hung up on the seasonings and the preparation, yeah. and it seems like I have to learn too much stuff and I just give up and do well, you do that? Well, here's the thing. I, I think that I, I mean, my husband's in, in fitness and I'm in fitness and we just had to make healthier choices when it came to preparing our meats. And so we found, you know, a brand that's out there and there's actually a few brands that are out there that don't have that extra stuff in it. And we'll just throw, we just experiment. So what we do is we just put a little olive oil in, in a bag with meat and then we throw the seasoning on and, you know, just kind of let it marinate a little bit and then throw it on the grill. So I think it's just about a hit and miss, a trial and error, you know, see, see if it works for you. Um, cause I'm not a good cook. Like my husband cooks y'all. I do not cook. I'm so surprised <laughs> my son is like, you know, a, a functional human being today because he, he had to learn how to cook on YouTube. Like I was not that, that mom, like that was not me. Figure it out. I, I got to keep it moving, you know? <laughs> so. Shocker. 
if y'all haven't seen Christina, Christina's a babe. Christina's getting by on her bodacious looks. She doesn't have to look. She just throws those lips out there. Yeah, I'm going to need more skills than Christina. But, hey, I did raise a son who is a chef. But, there you go. And my other son really likes cooking. So I do love, I guess it's when I made them make holiday cookies every year that started it. Maybe not the best habit, Leslie, but. My husband's actually a vegetarian most of the time, and we say most because we try to use the, you know, the rules of not being completely limited, but he had a serious cardiac event a few years ago, Mm -hmm. and his cardiologist has told him that that was what was best for him, and so I do think, you know, we try to avoid, you know, when we're talking about, you know, fad diets and things like that, but where I'm going with that is, that overall has brought some healthier choices towards us, but I had to learn to cook a different way because I grew up in the South. Mm-hmm. And when I said what's for dinner or supper, I meant what meat are we having? What fried patty is mom preparing tonight? <laughs> that was dinner. <laughs> fried supper. patty? They called it supper. My dad still thinks it's weird we call it dinner. Um, yeah. And so that was the first kind of awakening for us and – you know, if your doctor has told you to follow a certain diet, that that's what's best for you, by all means, do, you know, follow your doctor. Leslie's here for information only, not to be your medical provider, but it, you can make changes. My husband's made yes. wonderful strides. He's happy with his food. But I, as the cook of the family, like you're talking about, Christine, I had to learn. I did not want to be the person that just made a dish and left the meat out. I didn't feel like that was fair to my husband. So in my love for him, I had to learn different flavor profiles. I had to learn about things like nutritional yeast. And I started using coconut milk instead of cow's milk when I made my soups and things like that. So I did learn, like you're talking about, that there's a lot of great substitutions that you can do a lot of things with. Now, I'm not going to lie. It's time consuming. So I I don't want to don't want to make it seem easy to our listeners. It's it's not always easy, but what do we do that's worthwhile that's really super easy? It's not going to make you sweat, and you may have to take it a little at a time like we're talking about, but you can do it. One little thing, one little thing if you change it this week and then next week, and just I did also to learn new ways of cooking. I got some of the home meal delivery kits that were I send you the fresh vegetables and some spices and told you what to do with it. And that was a great learning experience for me. So I think the good news is today that we have lots of options. And I know some of the grocery stores even have little cooking classes available in the back from time to time. Some of the more boutique type stores. Shh, don't tell my husband. Yeah, we won't tell him, Chrissy. You just keep no. looking fab over there. I'm going to have to come up with some more skills if I gain any more weight. So, you know, I'll, I can share a few. It's okay. <laughs> You're killing me. So, um, Leslie, what kind of things have you found, like, if someone lives in normal suburbia land, we're not talking rural and we're not talking inner city, we're talking about where most of, you know, middle America, USA lives, what kind of resources, what kind of sources, I mean, like, should we be going to the farmer's market? Are these um, services where you can do a co-op or exchange for vegetables that are just delivered to you? What What are ways that we can work this in, especially for that woman who is working 50 hours a week, she may still have children in her home. 
how, what are some resources that we have to make this a little bit easier? You know, check around in your community, um, speak to people, uh, see if there are co-ops. A lot of areas um, in the suburbia areas do have co-ops and they have drop-off and pick-up areas close to where you live. Maybe some of your girlfriends want to join a co-op and do that together and 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 work together to, to learn how to cook healthier. And, and really, I think that's the... Um, a lot of people think, oh, it takes hours to do this. I, I, I get the Whole Foods. I'll prep it. A lot of places that are people that are working, professionals, they could go and it's already prepped, packaged, um, organic fruits and vegetables. You bring it home. You just use your, um, you could use the avocado oil. And that's a whole nother story of, you know, you could cook that on high temperatures. And when you start eating simple and basic, you kind of stray away from all the all the bells and whistles on your food when you prepare. You could grill a steak and just put, you know, just simple um, ingredients on there and, and let it marinate. Um, and, and there are a lot of great choices out there. Um, even the bottled, you know, the Worcestershire or the soy yes. sauce, or that can be also something that um, you make healthier choices. So it really is just an evolution of just the slowly integrating and changing the way that you're cooking and preparing. I usually do weekends, I prep things. And this way I just throw things into a skillet or I have a steamer. I steam my salmon, I steam my vegetables and then it's ready. You could do al dente, you could, it, it, is, it is wonderful. So. So there are ways to get around it. I love that you just said that um, because one of my one of my questions was, you know, what's the best way to prep for people who are busy? Um, and you just laid it out so beautifully for everybody. It's like it doesn't have to be consuming; it can just be, you know. And I think when we're making so many changes, it's hard to recognize that it's not time consuming. This is something that's going to add longevity to your life and you're creating new neuropathways in your brain to, you know, help what's going on and live a healthier life, you know. And I do love that we're not talking about fads and diets. So Leslie, you know, as as a functional nutritionist and seeing everything that's out there, you know, what, what's your take on it? I know Gail was saying, you know, if your if your doctor recommends it, do it. Obviously, sure. you know, we have to follow doctor's orders, but as, as a general rule for people, you know, just out there trying to take that first step, you know, is that the best step for people, you know, outside of doctor's orders? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and, and as you could see through our whole conversation, I don't think I ever said the word diet Yes, because people have it. a misconception, you know, that's a negative. Like you just see that skull and crossbones diet. Yeah. Ooh, what is that? It's lifestyle choices and changes to integrate into like a long-term integration of just being in balance and healthier and, and. That is what is so critical. And I do not dive into the fad diets because some people might have high blood pressure, low blood pressure. They might um, have 
other um, autoimmune illness or pre-existing conditions or underlying conditions that they're not really aware of. So um, that's not for everybody. And that's right. something that I stay away from because in the, the classes I've taken, in all of my education and all that we have been speaking to, you just got, got to get back to basics. Yeah. And I so appreciate that because, you know, I, I think, and, and this is just my personal opinion. I just think all of those things out there, they do serve a, serve a purpose for that specific person. But again, we're talking about living outside the bell curve for those people, you know, and the majority of us live inside the bell curve where, you know, we just need to start meal prepping, or we need to change, you know, canned vegetables to fresh vegetables, or we need, you know, just the small, small spokes again in the wheel. You know, you were talking about earlier reading labels, and, and I want to go back to that because what should our audience be aware of when they're reading a label? What's the, what are some things that is just like a good rule of thumb? Because sometimes when I read a label, Leslie, I will tell you, I'm like, I can't even pronounce this word. Yeah. yeah. So what's well, a good rule of thumb there? That's your first there? sign, I think. <laughs> if it's right. the water or the vegetable, that's probably our first sign. <laughs> And you know, what I say is, and, and it's interesting because you brought this up and I, I wanted to just read a couple of stats, but um, less is more. So when Fewer you flip that over, you mean? the ingredients, I mean, how simple is that? Stay away from the packages that you can't even pronounce some of these words. You know, that was my, my mother said 30 years ago, if you can't pronounce it, don't buy it. You know, try to stay away uh, from those packaged or, or canned products that are just loaded with um, chemicals to keep it, to last it. I mean, you know, years ago, Wonder Bread. If you put a slice of Wonder Bread outside, the flies don't even want to graze around it and eat it. They go and fly away. You could keep Wonder Bread on a shelf for a month. That is a really red flag to say there's a wow. lot of preservatives in there. Um, you know, try to stay away from margarine. I mean, you know, we used to see that commercial, like you can't fool mother nature and it was all processed. It wasn't the real butter, you know, and try to stay away from the fat free because then that, that all of the natural, um, substances, the ingredients of, of whatever you're buying, it's extracted to, to create this fat free environment of what you're putting in your mouth. That is not healthy, but just, just food for thought. This was from, um, I'm, I'm really into a nerd and I love to listen to all these podcasts, but uh, Sean like Steve- Boxing. You like to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're into podcasting also, Sean Stevenson, he's the creator of the Model Health Show. It's one of the podcasts, but he, he threw out some stats and he said 135 million Americans are pre-diabetic or diabetic. Over 60% of the U.S. population has some degree of heart disease and 115 million Americans are sleep deprived. So that's, that is just, you know, when you hear those numbers, you say to myself, my gosh, I want to try to get back on track. This is the only body we have in life. And you realize when you're in midlife, you want to relive the fullest lifestyle from, from your fifties on. So instead of getting to that acute illness, you know, I don't assess, I assess, I don't diagnose. So before you get to that acute illness, let's back it up and let's try to 
live a healthy lifestyle now in the green zone and really take control, slowly integrating things. I love, love that, Leslie. And we're coming to the end of our time together. I did want to tack on to something that Christina said. You said it doesn't take a lot of time. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to say it does take <laughs> time, but that it's worth it. How about that? Can we agree there? I, I mean, and by that, I mean, it takes more time than rolling out some, you know, little pizza bites in the microwave. That's what I mean, because honestly, oh. that's the way a lot of people are living. And, but Christina, you're right. It's not that much more time. I think it's it does not. take planning and intentionality and we are worth it to feed that into our bodies and fuel our bodies properly. And so I'm going to heed some of your advice, Leslie. I'm going to do better. I'm Yay. Okay. Better. So when, when you go to Starbucks, <laughs> no more caramel say, up, crunchy. Christina. I knew something <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Well, I'm not going today. I don't have time. I'm podcasting. I, I have to tell you, Leslie, she tells me every time she'll go to, because you, you have these great restaurants, fast foodie restaurants, but they're like restaurants out in, in the South and, or East Coast, whatever. I don't know where you're, I guess South, East Coast. I don't know. What do you Bye. call it? Gail? Both. Okay. Um, and, and she's always talking about this chicken salad place. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds so yummy. I just want I mean, it's a part of the salad. culture in the South food. I mean, it is wrapped up in everything we do. I mean, someone dies, so we make them a casserole. I don't know how that makes you <laughs> grieve any better, but by running your sugar and your, you know, your cholesterol up, but apparently that helps people to grieve. But okay. So Leslie, to finish, we have our lightning round of questions. Yes. We're just looking for like a one word, two word sentence answer. So we're just going to take turns, ask you several questions here. I want to know your favorite snack. Oh, my gosh. My favorite um, The Oh, my gosh. What is my favorite snack? I would say the healthy, um, in the organic section, the chips. And I like the jalapeno. And they're delicious with fresh salsa. Chips nice. and salsa. I didn't see that coming. I thought she was going to say a grape. So here we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, best best workout shoe. Oh my God. I like ASICs mm -hmm. because of the way my I walk. So the ASICs are better for me. Favorite healthy family dinner? Stir fry. Mm. That sounds yummy. Okay. Uh, favorite unhealthy dinner or snack? Um, I like s'mores, but I get, they do have organic marshmallows. They have, uh, healthier graham crackers and I put the cacao nibs on and I fired up outside in our fire pit. Oh my gosh. That sounds amazing. That. I'm going to go and get some. How often do you go to the grocery store? Well, now with my mom, probably five times a week, but usually three because I don't buy a lot of process that sits on the shelf. So I always like to get That's good where I was whole going food. Because I, I think we have to make so, that a habit. We have yeah. to realize when you're buying fresh, you're going to have to go more often. It's not a $200 three buggy haul on Saturday afternoon. It's a stop and get. Right. Okay. In the in in your line of work, do people look at sugar like it's cocaine? Yeah, because guess what? It is addictive and it does work on your, um, the brain and, and it, it re releases the dopamine. So yes, it's very addictive. 
I'm addicted. I'm not going to lie. Oh, gosh, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting today. for it. You're running a busy oh, practice wonderful. there. If someone wanted to work with you virtually or if they're close to you where you live, how can they reach you, Leslie? Absolutely. My website is my business, East West Functional Training. That is also my Instagram handle. If you want to get to know me better, I do put po post some interesting information and um, and that's how you could reach me. Well, gosh, Leslie, we really appreciate your time. I've learned a lot. I hope our viewers have, and I hope it's just at least piqued your interest in making some good decisions and understanding the ripple effect of those good decisions. And a lot of us get to midlife and I think we think it's too late. And the message would be, mm -hmm. it's not too late. You can reverse a lot of damage and add years to your life, even in this season and just plain feel better, have fewer achy joints, you know, have better sleep, have fewer um, side effects that go along with menopause and things like that. And, and sometimes I would say, Leslie, avoid some medications probably, true? Yeah, when you start eating healthier, um, and I don't want to geek out again, but but Google genetic SNPs, we could turn on and off some of the genes. Um, some of them, obviously, you cannot, but as you slowly integrate healthier food, your the human body thrives on that. And sometimes you can start weaning yourself off of certain meds. But I always say, I do not diagnose I assess and always talk to your doctor. I love that. And we say, you know, nobody ever regrets taking good care of their skin. I don't think anybody ever regrets being healthy with their body. So again, thank you. And I want to remind you of our affiliates who are joining us in this cause to promote Midlife Moxie. And they're doing that, giving you a discount. So visit walkingcradles.com for those comfortable but cute shoes. Use um, walkingcradles.com backslash moxie and get 20% off. And then head over there to loveboobaliciousproducts.com for a discount on your skin hygiene products to help with that boob sweat and any other odors that might be following you around in midlife. Thanks again, Leslie. Thank you to our listeners. This is another episode. And what do we say, Christina? Go and get your moxie on. Thanks, guys. <laughs>